tuned into the Ladies of Culture, the podcast. It's Club of Culture! <laughs> I am. <laughs> Bitch. More exuberant <laughs> every time. Just cause. Yes. All right, so who's here? Wait, but hey, after having right. like, no, who's but like here? after having like a month hiatus, we have Actually, our like resident Orlando years. resident back in oh, the room. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Oh, in the building. Yes. She's, she's back for she's in back house, for a week, guys. For a week. Satellite. So we're we gonna do our roll call. Yeah. Roll call. Well, I'm here. You guys all. Yeah. Know Thank God. <laughs> and you are Sasha. Yeah, that's right. Yes. People know. The Latina sensation. <laughs> all right, I'm Alessa. Wait, wait. I have to have nicknames for everyone. Okay, Sasha. Latina right, no, sensation. Alessa. The blonde bombshell. Oh. Next. Oh. Hey. That's right. Next. Next. Oh. You. No, that way. Michelle is here. Michelle, Law and Order. Next. I love it. Uh, Caroline is here. What is my nickname? Uh, Caroline, the kiwi, kiwi with the most. Oh. Oh. Cool. And, and then you? Stacey, who's just announcing shit. Well, yeah. Well, what, what's your your nickname? She's going for the wrong. Okay. Yeah, that's that's awkward. Yeah. yeah. Then again, remember remember back in the day when we used to party with all your cousins and his friends? They used to call me Disney because I was so animated. (laughs) (laughs) That literally is the nickname they gave me. They called me Disney because they're like, this bitch is animated as fuck. Yes, it's true. Her nickname is Disney. I think Disney's a good one. Disney Disney is a good one. Yeah. Disney it is. But then I'm like kind of Sasha's direct rival. Awkward. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We have words. Disney. Until I start working for Disney. Disney. There you yes. go. No, and this is Club, Club of Culture. Hey. So what do we do this week or this month? Not Talk to us, Caroline. Talk to us. So this month was busy. It's summer is in full swing. And we were like, you know what? Let's just read a good book, have fun, mm-hmm. have a few laughs. And we decided to read, or I, I decided that we were going to read, <laughs> um, the hilarious Tiffany Haddish's book, The Last Black Yeah. Yeah. Good call, by the way. Yeah. What a book. What a book. Excellent. And here's the funny part about this whole thing. So, Last Black Unicorn. Sasha, you started reading it a long time ago, like a minute ago when it just came out. Yeah. And you mentioned it to me. And I was like... Fuck, maybe I should read this book too. So I went on the Toronto Public Library waiting list mm-hmm. to get the damn mm-hmm. ebook. As did I. And I was in that waiting list for Five a minutes. crisp three months. Yep. Like I'm not even like I was like number three hundred and ninety-eight of thirty copies. Like it was crazy. You were right ahead of me at number four hundred. Are you kidding? So no, seriously. Yeah. It's like we yeah. all had an idea to read this independently yes. and then Caroline came to us and was like, hey, I'd like to read this book. And yes. we were just like, bruh. Thank God you've yes. been on the waiting list for three months. Yes. <laughs> right. And then once you get the book, and I was pissed about how long it was on the waiting list too because they had 30 copies. Once you get the book, it's legit a three-hour yeah. read. Yes. So the fact that motherfuckers are taking longer yeah, than they yeah, needed totally. to. Yeah, but you're a speed reader. No, bruh. Like, it's like, but like, it's not even about how fast you're reading. It's like you it's were reading someone's yeah. voice. Like, yeah. I felt like I was having a conversation with Tiffany the whole time. Yes. You could hear her talking. feel like reading. Yes. You were talking right so. And through her life. Exactly. But, yes. So how did you feel about that style of wait, writing? Wait, wait, wait. But should we like ask Caroline why she chose, like, 
Like, pull the theme together for us, Caroline. Why do we read The Last Black Unicorn? And this was also your fo- your first host. Like, this yes! Was the first yes! Yes! Good the Kiwi hosted for the first time. Pull it together. Tell us why. So, um, so I think, to be honest, it was because it's summer and we're all so busy. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it, uh, yeah, I just thought it would be nice to read a book. I think also... We're having little connections here, but um, the whole Eritrea-Ethiopia peace deal had just happened, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know what? This Tiffany Haddish is lit, and there's a slight connection there, um, and yeah, just thought it would be good. No, it's awesome. about it. Boom. Killed it. Okay, Leza, back to your question. Well, my question was, how did you feel about the conversational tone of the book? Because I did like the book. It was a nice, quick read, but... For me, because it was so conversational, it left so many questions. Mm. It didn't do what books normally do for me, which is take you like behind the scenes, into the mindset, into the um, the situation on like a deeper level. It was very surface, yeah. mm. and she would she would have like, um, oh, and then I lived in a group home, yeah, and that's that's all you get. Yeah. Don't know who lived there, what happened when she was there, how long she was there. Suddenly she's back at her grandmother's house. And yeah. then the grandmother, um, you, you just get sort of highlights of different situations, but no depth. Yeah. And I think that um, the lack of depth uh, kind of kept me a little bit at arm's length the whole time. So I had some very real questions or there were some very real challenges uh, with what she was saying about her life. Mm. Um, but you never got any deeper and the tone of the book because it was so um, intimate and such a, a look at some more troubling aspects of her life like her, her relationships her marriage um, where you're just almost crying out for like more uh, and sometimes she would do things uh, like when she left an abusive husband and then went back and uh, I didn't have enough to understand how she could. Mm. Yeah. The thing... So, okay. I didn't think that deeply, but listening to you and then thinking about the book, for me, yeah. I think that she wrote this book because she wanted to tell her story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the shit that happened in her life was so fucking traumatic that I don't think that she is yet ready mm. to delve deeper in to give us those kinds of details. And so I think that's maybe why she glossed over how she ended up in those situations and more like, oh, then this happened, then this happened, then that happened. Because reading the book, I'm like, I don't know how you wake up every day and smile. Like, that's how traumatic some of the stuff she was speaking about was. Dude, because like, I don't, like, she's you know, I a whole different level of, of survivor. Of, of the system where, you know, for, for foster children, um, people receive a certain allowance for taking care of them. When I turned 18, I was no, I no longer qualified for that allowance. So my grandmother was like, see ya. And she's on the street. So I lived in my car. Next. You know, and you're like, what? And you, there's, there's no resolution. There's no even real... Um, reckoning with with what that meant to her or how she found her voice or her feet or her vocation the whole time she was 
an entertainer. She was working bar mitzvahs. She was working like different kinds of parties. She was it's like, like a hype person and an MC. She yeah, which was totally and she's amazing at that. And you could see like wow, she's definitely gifted in these areas, and she made it work. And look at her now. She's like you know starring in like. Girls Trip was an amazing film. Mm-hmm. We all saw that yeah. also yeah. Um, together. And that oh, was yeah, we did. hella funny. Yeah, we, oh, yeah, we did yeah. watch it. <laughs> Dude, I used the version of Lovely Day from Girls Trip as my wedding song. Uh, That's how lit that movie was. Yeah, I was like, wait, is that Lovely Day? Is that Lovely Day played by New Orleans Swing Band? Yes. yes. My God. Yes. But maybe but, the yeah. fact that she was so disconnected from it is what... Was Saved her survival method. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It's like a coping okay. mechanism. Yeah. Yeah. that could be a great coping mechanism. But um, and so and so, I'm, I'm going to take the book at face value for what it was. But I would have preferred a little more. Like mm. I, I would have wanted more depth. Yeah, I don't know, man. A lot of the stuff she said was it is some traumatic hard. shit. Do I don't even know if really I could have handled that more? level of depth. Like right. Like, I don't even know if I like, wanted to know what happened yeah. when she was in the group home. Well, no, but then it informs her perspective. It informs, like, the real challenges of what she went through. And it, it also, um, I mean, because I also think she, as an entertainer, had to play with the line of tragedy and comedy yeah. at the same time. And she yeah. wanted to keep, like, this is still a book that she's selling and trying to make money off of. So if she goes too deep she loses the comedy it becomes a completely well, I different... didn't laugh once in the book honestly oh, I, I, I laughed a couple of times I laughed a couple of times really because mm-hmm. she There's some funny it's her perspective mm-hmm. and that's what comedy's all about dude the right? dick book was really funny the, co- the, the comedy yeah which one was that when she'd always take pictures of mm-hmm. men's penis okay that, that was, that was men coloring in the lines that was, that was and interesting and when she had she sex with the, the guy who was disabled that was really yeah, fun yeah so that whole I'm time. sorry now the whole thing was fucking over and she's like her pussy gives light because yeah, she was it's healing it's healing she said her pussy it's was healing, healing. Her, her perspective that that's when you know <laughs> that's when you know that this this is her coping mechanism, the mechanism. because okay, who okay. the fuck says that their pussy is healing? So the dick after is basically <laughs> fucking all the people that she fucked. <laughs> Most people would have their forehead in their hand and just be like, "Oh God, where am I going with okay. my life?" So and she's like, "Nah, I'm healer." With the dick book, she would have prospective dates, um, take pictures of their dick, and send them to her by Polaroid because this is life before like mm-hmm. it's old school, mm-hmm. and she made a book out of it. And basically, she would not be a coffee table book focused on, on the penis <laughs> so much as the cleanliness of the gentleman's nails, and yes. that's how she would decide whether they were worthy of a date or not. So that was kind of an interesting. Oh, it's okay. kind of funny. It's genius. I, I Bruh, that is so funny. Genius. Guys are so dirty. I thought that was an inspired way to choose yeah. your individual. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was, and also how easy it was to get the guys to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody. They were asked twice. so happy cool. to do so. They were like, oh, here, we go. here we go. Where can I get a camera? Okay. But for, 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 for the guy who was, um, he had like a short arm and yes. he had a speech impediment and he had a bunch of, but he was an amazing lover. Mm-hmm. I, I found that beautiful, but I didn't find it funny. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> We're all like, um, <laughs> moral check. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> the way in which 
way she described it, she just made it so ridiculous. Like, sex is already such a silly thing. It is, thing. it is Like, you know thing. what I mean? When you think about the whole thing about sex, <laughs> and, like... It's a calamity. Step out of your body and watch yourself having sex. Look at the faces you're making. Look at the faces he's making, or she, or whomever. And, like, the whole thing is so silly. The whole thing and is so silly. And so bringing that silliness it, to it made me laugh so hard because it made me think about myself. But, but it didn't... It didn't but part of the silliness hinged on the fact that he um, wasn't uh, able-bodied, mm-hmm. and part of and, and then the repercussions were that she would talk about it in her act, and um, it was working really well as a comedy routine. And boyfriends, one in particular, would um, chastise her about it to the point of being belligerent and and frankly abusive. Right? Yeah. And like, oh, so, you know, do you want to go um, sleep with a, a disabled person or or differently abled person? And uh, and does that mean that because you're with me that I'm somehow less than? Mm-hmm. Right? That, there was that whole sort of insecurity that different boyfriends or lovers would, would bring up. And, uh, and I don't know. It wasn't funny. I was just like, wow, that guy is like... Mm-hmm. Um, Jared, well, A and B, um, you know, can't handle that uh, you are. But that's kind of like their own insecurity. Well, it's totally yes. their own, but it wasn't funny. I was just like, whoa, that's that's scary. So I picked up this book, and I don't know if you have more you want to add before we jump right into it, but anyway, um, I was kind of waiting for you to jump in like double dutch, but I feel like I'm going to go for it. So I picked up this book not knowing, of course, unbeknownst to me that Caroline would pick it for our August read. And I really was looking for some inspiration at a really kind of confusing point uh, in terms of approaching a group of young people Mm. who were also raised by the child welfare system and not really understanding that I didn't have their lived experience. I didn't know what life was like for an individual who had been um, brought up with that that kind of severe trauma Mm. and then cared for by a system that was clearly not working very well. And I... Number one, I'm putting together a curriculum for child welfare kids about you know justice and all kinds of ex- exciting things, and this book will be part of the required reading. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. Because it is the things that you're that I'm hearing. You mentioned that she didn't bring up. I don't think most people would be able to handle hearing. Mm-hmm. Nor and one of the kids I work with asked me, should I tell people this happened to me? I said, well, that's up to you. Um, but this is pretty intense stuff, and once it's out there, you can't t- you can't unring that bell. And the things that happen in group homes, you don't want to know about, quite frankly. Mm. You don't. They are terrifying and really, and really friggin' vicious and violent. And she does tell you, my first night in, I got jumped. Yeah. What more do you need to hear? Yeah. Was the rest of your time there going to be any fun? Probably not. Was the rest of your time there going to be something that's going to have people look at you through a lens that you're not really comfortable with because you survived that? So yeah. to come through that system and to survive it, and not just survive it, Tiffany, right, Tiffany Haddish, holy shit, who the fuck are you? You are unbelievable. You didn't just come through that. Your mother almost got murdered by an ex-boyfriend who had the audacity to sit you down over breakfast and tell you that. Dude, and you were telling you that that plan was to was, kill you too. He, yes. Right? It was to wipe out the whole family. For some bullshit ass insurance money. And you sat there thinking to yourself, is this real? And then you had a real legal question. What do I do about that? And you realize because of statute of limitations and the difficulty of amassing evidence as the victim or potential victim of that crime, you are powerless against the atrocity that befell your mother and the mental health issues that ensued. Why you have to use a word like 
You, well, you have, she has to. It's so poetic. I don't know what the word to use right now. No, 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 but for real. But that's the relationship you have to <laughs> exist with, with your mom. And I was reading uh, a recent article because or, Tiffany is, sorry, go ahead. That her, the reason why her mm-hmm. mom was punching that's her right. and beating the shit out of her her oh, whole yes, life. Right. Yes. Was because she said that every time she looked at her, she looked like she was looking at herself in the mirror. Yes. Mm. That like, her mother hated herself so much that yes. she looked at Tiffany and just beat the shit out of her. Yes. Uh, like, and, yeah. And you were you are, were truly a child of need, in need of protection. That's really why you had to get scooped. And the and thinking about the fact that she used comedy because she's great at it. She's bloody hilarious. How the hell comedy else are kept you, you alive. A lot of kids don't make it out. Tons of kids don't make it. Out. <sighs> I can't imagine. Too many kids don't make it out. You, there's no and there's other no way. Accountab- and there's no accountability for the kids who don't make it out. So when I see her thriving, and she's on the cover of Glamour magazine, mm-hmm. and was interviewed, that interview, I will get into those details a little bit later, but that interview was just hilarious and brilliant. Which Glamour. Oh, Glamour, okay. Glamour, yep. So because she's she on, also did like a nightly talk show circuit. That's right. So where she's she like hilarious. Yeah. And so when I see this young woman who was not given a lot of the advantages or you know, helping hands of, of being in the entertainment industry. Yeah. But because she had, like, this internal determination, Tiffany was going to, and she says it in the Glamour article, so I may as well just get into it now, mm-hmm. that she said the things that she's living now are things that she thought up, literally just thought in her mind years ago, whether it be two years ago or five years ago, to the point where she considers her thoughts her magic wand. I'm like, you are a remarkable human being. You realize that if you put your mind to something, and it doesn't matter what obstacles are in your way because you you overcome a lot, uh, and you've and you've sur- survived some really bad odds in a country where children like you are literally kind of good luck kid. There is not a lot out there for you, and you manage to find little pieces of joy and happiness even when she was bubbling on that poor Jewish man who then died on the dance floor. Oh, How are you not laughing? Or I'm like, that was what is really it? You didn't funny. laugh. I was like, what? I was. The I last five minutes parts. of his life were the best five minutes and of his life. And everybody in his life. family was like, Tiffany girl, don't feel bad. He died happy. happy. So there were, I was literally, he when I was sitting last down, grind. reading that book, I was kind of teeter-tottering between tears and laughter, and sometimes it was just both. Because I'm thinking about the kids I've met and the young people I've had to counsel and talk to and be like, if you have an iota of this in you, don't let anybody put out that light. Yeah. If anything, keep it going. Try your best on your own, however you can, to turn it up and crank it up by whatever increment you can every time you get an opportunity and find the people in your life who will pull you up. What you've accomplished in your life is nothing short of a miracle and it's because you thought you could. You just thought it. You're like, why do I have to suffer like this? I don't. And to know that all that happened to your siblings and to your grandmother and to, quite frankly, to you, uh, and that you were able to write this book and let people see a glimpse, because not everybody needs to know every facet of your life as well, especially when you've been through some shit. Well, and this is something that I... And to talk about being a domestic violence survivor and to describe the truth of the go-back. And I the really, go back. I, and as a as a board member on a on a domestic mm-hmm. violence board, Nellie's. Just a shout out to all the bitches at Nellie's who are the bomb, who do really good work. People don't understand domestic violence, and there's a lot of questions of well, why? And there's a and there's a lot of that dialogue. And it was it's so important to hear from a survivor of a lot of trauma, but that specific piece of trauma as well. And it was not the only violent relationship she no. was in. And you see that that type of trauma starts early. And the other kind of segue I want, I want to make is that women like Tiffany. Women like Tanya fucking Harding, Mm. I think we need to hear a hell of a lot more from them. 
because when you look, if you, if anyone out here is watching, I has ever watched I, I haven't Tanya. watched I Tanya yet. I, I'm just gonna give it right now. I Tanya is my reco. By the I, way, I Tanya is the movie it's on Netflix. Of goddamn champion. It's, it's, it's on Netflix. So, so if you have a minute and you got nothing else to do, sit down with I Tanya and you will watch a, another young girl who had phenomenal talent. talent yeah. Had she been born to more affluent parents in a safer neighborhood, Tanya Harding would be. Just the Michael Phelps of skating. She yep. had just Miss Metals just draped Raw around her neck. Talent. talent. She's one of like I think seven women in the world who can do a triple axel. So she was the one of the first ever. She did yes, a triple as axel. a teenage girl a teenage from no girl place in, in America, and she was like they wanted an American sweetheart, and they got me. And when Tiffany says people come at me for being ratchet, she's like, uh, there are a lot of girls. First of all, watch your mouth with me. Mm. Second of all, there are a lot of girls who I represent. This is our lived experience. Quit denigrating our lives. Don't slut shame us. Mm. We are who we are. And to watch Tanya Harding and to listen and to read about um, Tiffany being severely physically beaten by the first person in their life who was supposed to love them unconditionally. And to see you come out of that and become this person who wants love, who wants happiness, and who has the audacity to bring joy to others. Yeah. Well, well, fuck you. I'm an asshole then. You're a good person and I'm not. How do you do that? How do you wake up with a smile on your face every day? But you do and you make us all laugh. Thank you for that. She makes us all laugh. Yeah. And she, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I did love the way uh, also that she talked about her art. About yes. being on stage, yes. about what comedy means, and about, about the bullshit she dealt with from other male comics, oh, and how she like, dealt with it. Yeah, mm, oh, that especially was the last laugh, where there was one comic yes. in particular who she didn't name, Classy. Classy. Um, <laughs> and uh, he was. Like, I'm so like, dude. Like, do we have any like speculation as to who that was? I really didn't was? have an idea. I had no clue. I thought about she it didn't so hard, either. and I was like, I think of like, like. I was trying to think of like who are the OGs of comedy. But there are so many like cir- circuits in the states that we may yeah, not know yeah. about those guys. Comic view doesn't exist in the team anymore. I don't know who's with me, but you've got to sleep with me. Basically, yeah. that was what he said. And I love her response. It's just like no. She was like, if you want to act crazy, I'm gonna act ten times crazier. crazier. Watch. Who's going to out crazy? And it's also, you don't know me. Don't judge the size of... No, no, no. But yeah. then later when she blew up, he was like, hey, do you want to be on my tour? You'll be the opener. Not the opener. You'll be the headliner. Yeah. And I'll pay you, you know, very handsomely, actually. Um, and she's like, yeah, no. I know who you are. And you're not a good person. Like, nah. Child welfare kids can suss out an asshole in three seconds or less because they have well, to to survive. Yes it's and like no. A ch- but then sometimes you see them get blindsided. The people yes. that you brought closest were assholes. Just like Tanya Harding. I don't. I didn't see that. Her own oh, mother. Her and mother her, and, and her husband. husband. Her husband is the re- was her was her. Her devil. husband was her yeah. fucking demise. And her and his best friend who was clearly not all an not idiot. well. An idiot. Yes, he was quite well. Scary. I He's can't definitely yeah. a few screws loose. Say anything yeah. cool about in my life. There have been so many times where I've been like. I hate this person so much. Oh, I wish I wish they could like fall off a cliff. And as opposed mm-hmm. to seeing that as a random empty threat on a day that maybe like you know. You weren't having a good day. Her husband decided to act on it. Mm. And that's how he ended up fucking up her entire career. Yes. And, he, and the worst part is he admitted that on camera in an interview, I ruined Tanya's career. He knew that. And he admitted it. And she was banned from skating for life. The one thing that God gave her, like, this is your skill, baby. She Just literally do. said, like, and the, like, the like, part in the movie, too, to that wasn't mm. fake. In her yep. de- in court, mm-hmm. she said, yes. "Can you just send me to prison for yes. ten years, twenty years, and like skate no, afterwards?" Those guys mm-hmm. got eighteen months. She's like, "They got eighteen months. You're banning me for life." She's like, "Just send That's me to jail." I, she's me. like, "I will go to jail. I'll, I'll go to jail the, for I'll five years. Time. I'll go to ten years. 
Tell me how long you want. Just as, don't stop me from as skating. As her lawyer stood what next to her and said now? nothing. She's on Dancing with she's, the Stars. And she's, oh, not, she's okay. married and she's got she's some She's married. She has some kids. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's living like this regular suburban life. And that's a big step up from when she came. That's a Ronda Rousey. Went and she was and she was boxing. She was doing amateur boxing. She was boxing. doing. Oh yeah, right. She had, she she had, had no she money. Had the movie she did. She had no, she had no, no, but she did amateur yeah. boxing yeah. too. Yeah. And she didn't. She, she didn't no really money. keep in mind. No. If you're a competitive skater, how much? What, what else did you? What else did you focus on in school? Well, she was <laughs> nothing. She had did this. Barely finished high school. You were an Olympic level athlete. This was your job. Michael Phelps had to go to Burger King and apply. He's had to go down to the local office and say, "Oh, I want to fill out an application to be a blah blah blah." No, this was your job. This was your vocation more than a job. This is yeah. what you're good at. If that whole scandal didn't happen, there would be like such a different story. Do you know my mother kept saying I that followed she was, skating yeah. so You and I both. But guy, I was watching Canadian so girl, Like we follow that shit seriously. Yes, I, and I remember her being not her, Serena TV, but, Bonley, that yes. was another fucking disaster. And quite frankly, Nancy Kerrigan. <laughs> All of that. All of it. So my, I remember watching that, that particular Olympics where she actually came in seventh or eighth. Something like that. And Nancy Kerrigan still got silver and pouted the whole time. Yeah. And I remember my mother saying to me, where is her mother? Mm. When the sk- when the laces broke and when she was, you could see her, you could see it unraveling. And you're yeah. at an international stage. This is a big moment for this girl. And my mother kept saying, where's her mother? Where's this girl's mother? Yeah, where's, her, where's her support network? Yeah. What's happening here? So she here just knew instinctively something was We off. had a yes. great recounting. Of somebody who's like, yeah, I know exactly where my mother was. She was uh, on meds and not feeling well. I know exactly uh, where my father was. He was, uh, actually, no, I don't know exactly where he was. Um, I know exactly where my stepfather was. He was trying to kill us all. I know exactly where my grandmother was. She kicked me out of the house. Um, Support systems? None. None. She created them out of friends? Because you have to find them on your own. She sussed them out. You have to make them out of friends. It sounds like she had good friends, but that uh, the closer relationships, mm-hmm. the, the husbands, the intimate the relationships, did that thing where they isolate you from your support. That's right. So it's like, who are you talking to? Why are you going there? Yep. No, we're going home now. Yep. Blah, blah, I'm going to embarrass you, denigrate you, whatever, in yep. front of them all, yep. and make it really uncomfortable for you to be with Domestic them. Domestic violence. Unbelievable. And, and you survived it? No, but and then you tell us the about hallelujah how you champagne yeah. fireworks that I lit in my living room when I read that she left and then two pages later went back. Get on a board for but for a women's shelter and you'll understand a lot more about the yeah. psychology of that. Most people don't have a clue what's going on. And all they want to know is where are you going? Understand that this you have to hear it from the, the But that's what I expected from, from the book. Yes. And, and that's that's, not, that's that's what I'm saying. I'm I, I'm yeah. I I know I, I don't you regret you reading it. Like yes. it was a good book. It sounds like you want more. I, yes, exactly. But Alessa, that's remember, my thing. It's a it's, it's an a, actress comedian yeah. writing a book about it, her but life. It sounds like you're and hungry. the whole thing yes. about the book is she wanted people to laugh. Yeah, well, that's all she's and you done sound her like whole a woman life. Who's hungry she's for like, answers. I'll yeah. talk about think, my situations, but I want everyone like, like even mm. when you look at comedians on stage when they talk about their life situations that are tragic as fuck. There's Richard, always a butt the, to it. Nanette, yes, we'll talk about that after. Or Richard oh, Pryor, Jesus yes. fucking oh, Christ, gosh. we will talk that about was Nanette so afterwards. Good. Yeah. But like Nanette is like a whole different genre of comedy no, no, but it where is, it is like. Comedy meets tension yeah. meets think, which she explains. Meets laugh, yeah. Then think, then laugh, and like 
her type of comedy was, I don't ever want you to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. Well, you could laugh at some point, but I don't ever want you to be comfortable. Tiffany Addish is not that comedian. She's the comedian who, <coughs> because of her life circumstances, wants everyone to feel better. And as someone who's kind of like her, who ignores their own feelings to make mm. everyone around them feel better, mm. I identify with her mm. a lot. And I identified with the book a lot because I was like, that's something I would have no, done. No, no, but I, I, get that, I, I get that. Like, if you're talking to, like, a group of people and you want to say something and you want them to feel good, like, I get, like, her show, you'll leave there laughing, wiping the tears away from them. No, happiness. even when you're talking to a but, close friend, even when you're no, talking no, to your partner, even but, when you're talking to yourself, but I you're just, like, a little bit. blazing over the real shit yeah, to but make not everything in a book. better. That's the thing. Like, I mean, I, I get that, I that, that like, the book that I read was not the book that I was... That I, I wanted. Can but I it, say something? Yeah. I feel like you want more answers about a lot of, di- of the you different know pressure who points. Wrote a book that okay, and so there are those answers out there. The but last she may not memoir be the place that I read it. that also didn't go so deep or so whatever, but had a little more insight was Trevor Noah's book, Born mm-hmm. a Crime, mm-hmm. right? And it was funny, mm-hmm. and yeah, it was tragic, yes, and it was harrowing. And no, you were never comfortable, but he gave a lot. More answers. He had like a. He said how he felt about stuff. I don't know how she. I, I mean, I can assume that she didn't appreciate her grandmother kicking her out, but she didn't say anything about it. I can assume that she felt um, really. I mean, I can assume a lot of things about being beaten up by your mother. Like, I haven't. I, I've been beaten up by my mother. I know still, that it's not a joyful yes. experience. A mother but she didn't still say loves it. and supports. Yes, I, I so identify with that, but she mother, didn't say it. The mother came back at the end, remember, and she yeah. did, like, which was like, I'm very proud of you. And yes. she said she went to the shower and cried for and a couple al- of hours. And also yeah. a father who she okay. reached out to and tried to be close with and who rejected. Like, ch- children have come through that. It's a different kind of experience. Yeah. And most people just have not, they're, they're not talking and no one's asking them those questions. Yeah. So I hear you saying you want more, and my suggestion is, Come, come talk to them. It would be really eye-opening, especially well, as a parent, to be like, what is that world that you came out of, and how come you are, one, able to, in your book, and the first book, and for a young person who literally was taught how to read in high school, which says a lot about the at American 16. public education system that well, she made it that Well, it also far. says a lot, says a lot about, about her. Yes. Oh, she's a fucking genius. She's a, yeah, most of these kids have to be. How right? the hell did she get through 11 grades of school? To she's memorize five. things. Yes. Her, like, she is, she, yeah, like, she, she really is a genius. To charm people and yes. get their work. Yes. She's she was, a fucking I don't use yes. that term lightly. No, no, no. But for no, someone to make it that far in life, Illiterate. To come through child protective services and to thrive, you have to be a genius, dude. She and a survivalist, all the same time. Was working like yeah. literally ten times as hard as yes. a person who actually could just read it, like to by get, having to memorize yes. it, by having to like cajole, uh, by having to like. Well, it came and because she's a genius. Like, like yeah, that was just her way of. It came well. Like, but those are natural skills. Those are natural to her. But skills yeah, you That's how home. she got through her life. And skills you hone to survive. Mm-hmm. Anybody yes. else try to do what she did, and mm-hmm. we'd be working ten times harder to be yes. doing what she's doing. No, yes. her natural Okay, okay wait, 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 wait. Okay, guys. The three of us have been cutting up. We, I want to hear from Sasha and from Caroline. Yes, Caroline, so, please. So, Sasha, give it to us. How did you feel? Sorry, I hope I didn't put you on the spot. About the like, book? Yeah, the three of us did not stop speaking. So yeah. like, I want you I and Caroline to get for you. as long as I could. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I so I say the no, three. No, I put in my two cents. I mean, I think I get you want more, but I don't think that was the point of this book. I don't think the point of the book because 
if we went deeper, it would have been a different type of book. Yeah. And she's still trying to keep it entertaining and fun and light. Mm -hmm. She's trying to make people laugh. And I think she's trying to give the best representation of what her perspective was in mm -hmm. life. Like, I think for her, it, she wouldn't have been able to get through this if she didn't have the perspective she did. And that's what makes her a brilliant comedian because com comedy is all about perspective. You're looking at something, but you're looking at it from through a different lens mm -hmm. and you're finding out what's funny about it. Mm. And that's how, that was her survival mode, her survival technique for her whole life. So I think as much as we want more and we want, maybe we can't identify because we didn't have a life like that. Uh, yeah, so no. you're looking for more to try to identify, but I don't think that's the point. I think the point was just to be like, hey, this is where this is how my brain works, mm -hmm. which pretty much is what she was, in a nutshell, showing us. Is this is how I look at things. This is how mm -hmm. I think about things. This is how I say. This is how I act. This is how I move. And that's what that was about. That's what the book was about. Might I mention that Sasha's bra perfectly matches her skin? Mm. <laughs> okay, astute observation that I too noticed. Her arm up. Uh, yes, I, I can like, see it on oh, this side, oh, and it's a really nice match. It's an actual <laughs> perfect yes. match. As a person who's well, currently sifting through sports bras because it's so hot out, uh, <laughs> to have got my shit together. I appreciate your coordination. Kiwi Pie, talk to us. So you I, chose the damn book. So Tell I chose us. the damn book. I knew nothing about her other than that she was hilarious and her dad was from Eritrea. <laughs> um, and honestly, I just thought we were going to have a really easy summer read. Bitch, have you met us? But it's funny that you you picked a book that like everybody yeah. wants. We all yeah, wanted yeah. to do something with this book. Yeah. So, so I had actually I had heard about the book a lot. I hadn't heard a lot about the book. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I didn't really know much about what was in it. But I a lot of people had been talking about it. Um, but yeah. So very happy to have picked it. I, I actually listened to the audio book, which was oh. fantastic. Mm -hmm. because was it in her voice? It was mm -hmm. in her yeah, voice. she yeah. read it. It was yeah. incredible. That's what TPL gave me, Toronto Public Library. That's cute. And after yeah. thinking I was going to have a really light summer read, I listened to the entire thing in six hours on a Saturday, because mm. I couldn't turn it off. Um, but I I agree with you, Eliza. I, I also wanted more, but I also don't think that's what that book was about. But right now I'm left sitting here going, I want to know more, I need to know more about this girl. She's absolutely mind-blowing, absolute genius, as all of you have just said. Um, but yeah, maybe there's going to be a part two, maybe sometime. Well, that's what I'm thinking. I don't, thinking, thinking, like, I don't think she's ever going to go that I don't deep think with so. that. No, I don't I think, think she'll she ever give us a I think that she inspires. you got to keep shit for yourself, I also think she inspires more children from the Child Welfare, or Child Protective yeah. Services in the United yeah. States and Child Welfare here to either follow suit or find their own voice in their own way. Yeah. Whether through visual art or what, whatever that medium is, keep talking. People have no idea what you've, what you've endured. Totally. Keep going. Like, yeah. Yeah. you're and inspiring in a, people. In a way, yes. it is quite brilliant because books like that have been written before. The traumas, the tragedies, mm -hmm. let's get really deep into it. It's mm -hmm. been done before. Mm -hmm. But her take on this is, like we've all said, She's a genius. Mm -hmm. Nobody else can do this. Her take what? on this is one of a kind. Yeah. And, the other and, thing, like, oh, and she's showing. Well, sorry, I'm, she's just showing that there's another way to deal with this. One might not exactly think it's the healthiest way because not 
you know, it seems like there's a lack of process to it. But what and, emotional or but, mental health supports did she get through any of the trauma she experienced as a child? Zero. Zero. No, like, as, and, as bad things were happening, you weren't hearing. And then I got to talk to my, you know, my counselor about this. She went to court yeah. by herself as a teenager on the bus twice to advocate yes. for herself because she had to get permission so she could go on TV and start to live her life. Everything yeah. she did, she fought yeah. alone. And yeah. then you have to deal with the additional oppression of being a little black girl in, in America and the, being a woman in America. Like, you and got can all we of just, that like, mention, like, the discipline that it takes to take the bus twice downtown to go the <laughs> yeah. sit around doing nothing for three hours so you yep. finally get to see the judge and then say, hello, this is what I'm trying to do. And then they're like, oh, no, you got to come back and yep. then to do it all, all over, over again. again. And that kind of discipline and, and foresight, yes. like, and drive, yes. and without a plan. It's and just like, I know I need to do this. And to and barely I'm do breathe this. a word of right now. Like, okay, fine, I'll come back tomorrow. This is too important mm. for me to miss it. I'll get it done. Dude, yeah. like that, I mean, she is impressive on so many levels. Yeah. Um, and the child welfare kids I've met are, I can't lie, like, it is just one unbelievable story after the next. And then you list, you kind of dig into their backstory and the bits and pieces they think you can handle, they'll tell you. Because mm. uh, the bits and pieces that they, they are pretty sure you can't, what's the point? They, yeah. they don't want you just sitting there crying and, at them. What, what, what good is that doing anybody? They're like, I've already lived it and I need to move, I need to they move have on. have such a young yes. soul. Have it's not poverty. Such a... And this is not poverty porn. Don't just look at my life and be like, well, oh my and, God. And oh. That, that's true too. Yes. That's true too. And the one thing, she did have a lot to say about um, the trials and tribulations of her own life, but the way she was saying it, there is no room to feel sorry. No, mm. and no, who wants that? Who that's wants to true. Be in the middle of a pity party. And maybe that's why she didn't delve too mm. deep yes. because she didn't want yeah. it to be a pity party. Or to people, yeah. or for people to yeah. look at you that way and be like, oh, and you're like, mm-mm, I've made it this far. Yeah. I'm not going back to that now. She's no, like, and not only that, it's like, no, no, no. So, okay, that happened, but so this is what I did next. And this is how I got like, through it. Yeah. And I went to the group home and I made people laugh even though they wanted to rip my face off. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And, and that's, that's why I stopped myself from getting my face ripped yes. off by making you know? people laugh. Yes. And so I realized, And at some point, I broke up with my ex-boyfriend and then took his job as a pimp. Girl, yes, what? that <laughs> out of left field. Oh my god! And then I feel so sorry for her. Girl, I broke up with him. I stole his girl and pimped her. When she and then the shitting in his shoes. And then when she spliced the sex tape, dumping shit in his shoes. When she spliced the sex tape into the Christmas video, it's a kill bill. In front of his grandma and his aunties. Oh my god. Tiffany, you are a Brilliant. diabolical genius girl. So, needless to say, I feel like we all, regardless mm. of whether it went too deep, not deep enough, <laughs> give it two very spirited thoughts. We do. It's, it's a good read. Yeah. yeah. So, Great read. just, just on, on, on the review topic, I actually looked at the reviews when I was looking at um, pulling together information for tonight, mm-hmm. um, and it, out of like the 50 reviews or whatever it was, there was one one star. Let's go look at this. Basically, it was like I just couldn't handle all the cuss words. <laughs> yeah, well, not for you, boo. Yeah, not, not for you. you. Couldn't handle right. much else. So well, yeah, lit. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna come back in like two seconds with a little bit of you know. Uh-oh. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. 
let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's hey, talk about hey, it. hey, let's hey, hey. Okay. Yeah, Time for a section, the six. <laughs> talk to us, Kiwi Pie. Talk to us. Okay, so I just wanted to say, just before we jump into sex and the six, I just wanted to shout out to the um, delicious homemade, home delivered Eritrean dinner. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we filled our bodies with Eritrean oh, food. So Delicious. good. So good. Do you want to slap your mama? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So Sex in the Six. So this um, month we decided to read. Bitch, you decided, not we. Decided to read up on the Five Love Languages, which Whoop. is a book by Gary Chapman. Um, so I thought I would just quickly read the forward, so if anybody doesn't know what the book is, so it gives you a little bit of an um, overview. So the forward goes like this. Uh, Between busy schedules and long days, expressing love can fall by the wayside. We forget to compliment, to give gifts just because, to linger in our embrace. The things that say I love you seem to either not get said or not get through. This is a book about saying it and hearing it clearly. No gimmicks, no psychoanalyzing, just learning to express love in your spouse's language. The five love languages has transformed countless relationships. Its ideas are simple and conveyed with clarity and humor, mm. making this book practical as it is personable. You'll be inspired by real life stories and encouraged by its common sense approach. Reading this book feels like taking a walk with a wise friend. Applying it will forever change your relationship. Why are you scoffing? Taking a walk with a wise person. <laughs> fucking ridiculous. So, so I think just to um, clarify for our friends listening to the podcast, I'm, I not all of us have read the entire book. Some of us no. have, but um, I just did a quiz. I know. Yeah. I did a quiz. I've read the book. I've read the book. It's lit. Oh, you read the whole book? Yeah. Okay. I think you might be the only one, Caroline. Have you? Read I the haven't book? read the whole no, book. No. no. Okay. No. Damn, guys. <laughs> You're married, so good for you. You need to read it. It's yeah, important for totally. life. Actually, my husband and I listened to the... Well, he wasn't my husband yet. We did the audiobook together. Adorable. That's very sweet. That is sweet, yes. We just want to last. I'm a divorced kid, and his parents are unhappily married. There you go. Let's be real. We just... You just We're want just to make, trying to last, that's, that's what the work is. You just gotta Dude, it. You gotta it in. divorces are fucking expensive. Yeah. I don't have enough money to get divorced, so I need to stay They're married good. for as long as possible. I was lucky to have you been doing well financially and, and career-wise when I had when I went through mine. You're it serious. It I'm a not. So I need to stay married for as long as possible because I don't need that. And stress. you will build wealth together as opposed to losing it apart. Oof. Yes. yes. So basically what we did is you go online and you take the quiz yeah. and that spits out what your um, top love language or love languages are and um, you can then use that information to gain insight um, between you and your partner. Although, uh, I mean, we talked about it earlier today, but it, I think it's supposed to be between romantic partners, but we were sort of talking about how it can be quite relevant to even friendships and family relationships Definitely. as well. Yes. Oh, okay, oh, lovely. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so there's basically five languages of love. and um, What yeah. are the five languages? So the five languages are quality time, mm -hmm. physical touch, mm -hmm. words of affirmation, acts of service, and receiving gifts. Dope. Mm -hmm. All right. So who got what? So I feel like the best thing to do is to like kind of go around the circle and say who got what. 
Okay, so would you like by like your number one? You'll, sure. You're number one. You're number two. Yeah, I could go. Sure. I could go first. Yeah. So my number one was like very number one, and my number two, pretty far behind, mm-hmm. and then three, four, five are all like one Cut and close. zero. Mm-hmm. And my number one actually was acts of service, mm-hmm. and it was really high up there and then my number two was like hey did she it might like you? see here's the thing it did not surprise me okay. because it, it I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't get it at first I was like really that's my number one I'd be like getting gifts but then once <laughs> I read the description yes. about acts of service I was like that totally is me and so, to see you with your husband makes a lot of sense, sense in acts, yeah. of acts of service so the uh, description of it is can vacuuming the floors really be an expression of love? Absolutely. <laughs> That's not what it says. It says absolutely. So anything you do to ease the burden of responsibilities weighing on an acts of service person will speak volumes. The words he or she want to hear are, let me do this for you. I literally had a gentle wide on when I read that piece. <laughs> Laziness, broken commitments, and making more work for them tell speakers of this language their feelings don't matter. Finding ways to serve her or him speaks volumes of the recipients of this act. And I didn't realize that I was like that until I think about this one moment, and this is like the funniest moment in my relationship with my now husband. This is about seven months ago. I have a side gig where I'm catering and I was at home. It was one o'clock in the morning. I was making all of this food, prepping for an event the next day. I underestimated how much time I needed and I was really stressed out. I was moving around the kitchen. I dropped an entire bag of curry. Oh, dear God. Curry everywhere. I dropped a bag of curry in the fucking kitchen. And I was like, okay, do I clean it up, do I cry, or do I clean it up and cry at the same time? (laughs) And so my now husband, Brian, he was at a friend's house upstairs, and he literally happened to roll into the house at that moment, and he was tequila wasted, like (laughs) frat boy pledging for a fraternity wasted. And he came inside, and he saw me, and I'm usually pretty put together, but I actually had tears in my eyes at that point. And he's like... What do you want me to do? I got this. What do you want me to do? <laughs> Slurring all of his words. And that man, while I was frying up chicken, because one of the dishes I was making was mini chicken and waffles. Oh, mm. And I was good. frying yeah. chicken, and he cleaned the entire kitchen, cleaned the curry off of everything. And in that moment, it was like, I've never loved him as much as I did in that moment. And it wasn't because, like, it wasn't like, hey, this is great. He's about. It was just more like, this man is drunk to fuck. And <laughs> saw the look in my eyes and said, I gotta help this bitch out. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think that I was acts of service. I was like, yeah, I like when he helps me. I like when people help me. I like when people do things for me mm-hmm. because I'm very much a doer. Mm-hmm. And so I like when they help me so that I don't have to do it myself. But that was the moment. And we read the book at that point that I sat down and was like, oh my God, I cannot believe how much I love this man right now. And so, but I also like a gift. Trust me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. A bitch likes a gift. So if you're listening, (laughs) get me something. (laughs) All right. Well, that's it. Alyssa, your turn. That's beautiful. That was a lovely (laughs) Oh my God. All right. 
so my number one yes was physical touch this shut the front door yeah isn't that so interesting shut the front door <laughs> to me that's such a man thing like, hey, I want. I love that that was your number one. That's my no, yeah. by a large margin. By a large I'm a little, margin. I'm a little jelly. Well, yeah, I'm a little well, jelly. I, well, okay, but it's not okay. Let me read the thing. Yes, uh, the language isn't all about the bedroom. Nope. Uh-huh. Well, I thought it was all about sex, quite frankly. No, no, no it's not. It's not all about the bedroom. A uh, person whose primary language is physical touch is not surprisingly very touchy. Mm-hmm. Um. Hugs, pats on the back, holding hands, and thoughtful touches on the arm, shoulder, or face, they can all be ways to show excitement, concern, care, and love. Physical presence and accessibility are crucial, while neglect or abuse can be unforgivable and destructive. Physical touch fosters a sense of security and belonging in any relationship. And um, so when I did the quiz, and I got the physical touch one, uh, I was saying earlier, like, for somebody who was uh, um, basically like single and celibate for like six years, you would think physical touch would be high on the list. Um, Actually, I would because mm-hmm. it's not, and I'm not like that intimacy feel that well, closeness. I'm not, I'm not even that yeah. like uh, you're not a huggy huggy person. No. that's why I was shocked by it. Mm. I don't hug and touch and. But it's in the description that it's not necessarily what you'll see from a physical touch person. No. Yes. And so, and that's why it was shocking, but I really do get a sense of security and warmth and, um, from the hand holding and, uh, the arm around the shoulder and, just, uh, anyway, all this stuff. You're so physical sweet. Touch, you know what it is. Anyway, <laughs> point is, um, yeah, so that was, that was mine. And, um, I was, uh, not that surprised though, because I really do... Um, enjoy that kind of closeness when we're together. All right, Sasha. It's up to you. Okay. What was yours, Sasha? Mine was quality time. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So mine was quality time and then words, words of, of affirmation. affirmation and physical <laughs> touch <laughs> were tied. Okay. But quality time was like Super up there. Okay, tell, tell us quality what quality time, time, time is. Quality time was my number two, yeah. Okay, and then acts of service and receiving gifts were, like, dead last. Me too. Yeah, there was, like, a significant jump. Anyways, quality time. In the vernacular of quality time, nothing says I love you, like, full, undivided attention. Being there for this type of person is critical, but really being there. The With the TV off, fork and knife down, and all chores and tasks on standby makes your significant other feel truly special and loved. Distractions, postponed dates, or the failure to listen can be especially hurtful. Quality time also means sharing quality conversation and quality activities. So, that was mine. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, dude, I don't know how I didn't think about this, but as someone who's been friends with you for a while quality time is your love language mm-hmm. not just in your romantic relationships but in your friendships as well because the one thing that I remember you saying to me once was I don't want to go to the gym I just want to spend time with you at oh. the gym oh. I remember I remember that. I'm like I bitch do. and you're like every time you're like 
Oh, wait. Sorry. Wait, we're supposed to go to the gym? I kind of want to lay down. I'm not going to the gym today. <laughs> and I didn't realize that it wasn't the actual gym itself. It was, you. It was the concept of spending time with and somebody. quality time with you. Yeah. Yes. And that's, like, it's so interesting that I, like, literally it took me right now, you reading that out loud, to be like, fuck, that's why she wants to, like, hang out. Like, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Whereas with me, I'm just like, I don't want to lift any weights. Like, can I just lay down and stuff? But it's like, no, she actually just wants to <laughs> You know what? That, that is, that. I'm actually thinking it's now. It's true. When we were at your wedding in Jamaica, the sunrise walks to the beach. <laughs> You're like a quality time person. <laughs> oh my God. You guys are romantic as fuck. <laughs> totally. Yeah, I was like, like, sunrise walks to the beach. <laughs> <laughs> The sun was just about to rise. We've been together all week. She's like, we share a room together. I'm like, but you're never here. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm sorry. You were too busy in the wedding stuff to hang out. But like, the the sun was like just about to rise, and the rest of us were like, all right, guess we're going to bed. We went to bed early to wake up. That was awesome. No, but you're like a quality time person. You yeah, are. Really it, I can't believe that I didn't think about well, that. Well, we're before. so we're always so immersed in our own lives, and yes. we're always out doing our own thing. It's nice yeah. to. I feel like, especially because people seem so freaking disconnected. Yeah, we are disconnected. So. Everyone's doing their own thing, even means, if they're sitting right next to you. It means so yes. much now to like actually put your cell phone away. Yes, mm-hmm. and, and just so sit around and to focus and to talk and to yeah. really listen actively. Yeah. Yes. yeah, it's such an old school quality. I'm old yeah. school. Mm-hmm. Nice. I'm old school love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> old school love is what I am. I hear you. Um, so for mine, I actually got very, very. Um, the, the my first two were very, very equal. Um, which was quality time and physical touch. So oh, like both of those. okay. Um, so I won't read them again, but I uh, totally quality time for me is just like the be all and end all but I also find that also in my conversations with people I really struggle with having um just like <laughs> the what to touch them no, oh my god, oh my god Caroline's a toucher <laughs> I've been minding my own business and been like oh there's a small cat no wait that's Caroline's head <laughs> on my lap oh yes yeah. so Jesus the, but it really is the quality time and physical touch I really couldn't say that one is more than the other I'm very much both of those mm-hmm. but yeah very 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 physical <laughs> very physical as my friends and partners can tell you I'm sure um, but yeah, no, the quality time, like with the, even with conversations, I can't, I hate just talking about nothing. Mm-hmm. Like I need to like talk about your soul. Yes. Like, but that's but not you quality time though. Ta- talking about your soul is quality time. Talking about nothing is not quality time. Yeah. True. I think that's your point. Nothing. You're like, yeah, you don't want to sit around talking about nothing. Yeah. You want to that's get into it. That's not quality time like, for no, me. that's yeah, just yeah, a waste yeah, of yeah, yeah. It's a waste yeah. of yeah. 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 But it's different with you because the thing with you, Caroline, is that when you have conversations with people, you have this way, and I don't know if you understand it because I fall in fucking trapped with you. You're like a goddamn black widow. But, like, what you do is, like, you know how, like, you'll speak to someone and you're speaking about something that might be, like, you know, kind of important to you. But she has this way of sitting back and, like, reiterating things to you in a way that makes you go deeper. And then all of a sudden, 
you're in the middle of a club bawling, yeah. talking to Caroline, <laughs> bearing your fucking soul. Your therapist you know, is on the and dance if floor. you guys know me, <laughs> I am not a crier. <laughs> and I have cried speaking to Caroline because she her. keeps on digging a little deeper <laughs> until you're just at the bones of yourself talking about all this. What if I didn't get the ice cream? Like, you're at that point with this hoe. So, like... I honestly think that I don't. I never knew that you wanted it, yeah. but you definitely draw it out of yeah. people. Yeah. If that's something, I feel like no, maybe because I, with you, you just don't want anything to be superficial. I can't do yeah. superficial. I can't do superficial. I, I don't I want things be. to be superficial. But when people dig at me that I'm not like a hundred percent there with them, I shut down. Mm. Yeah, mm. I like quality time with people that I absolutely a hundred percent trust and mm-hmm. want to spend quality. Yeah. But that's not saying that I want to spend quality time with everybody, mm-hmm. and I don't bear my soul to everybody. I think that's and when I feel people mm-hmm. like coming at me, yeah. that I'm not like there yet with them, I just. I'm but just that's why down. it's a love language, not a like language. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, matching bra Martinez. Thank you. Yes. Uh, so I have some similarities. My number one, I mean, granted, I did this a long time ago. And it's funny that nothing has truly changed, but my number one was quality time. So, of course, I won't reiterate that. But my second, which I think is important because it was quite close, is words of affirmation. Uh, mm. Yes. So, actions That's don't... That's Is it really? Yeah. So, actions don't... So, words of affirmation from the description is actions don't always speak louder than words. If this is your love, love language, unsolicited compliments mean the world to you. Hearing the words, I love you, are important. Hearing the reasons behind that love send your spirit skyward. Insults can leave you shattered and are not easily forgotten. Uh, kind, encouraging, and positive words are truly life-giving. Yeah. So I feel like if you're in relationship with me, this is a really important time where I could be very aloof and closed off. Uh, there, I don't know why, this is kind of the way my personality developed. And it's a really easy way to get to know people quite quickly, but not in a, like on a surface way, but not really in depth. So if it is that I find that the person I'm getting to know in a really surface way appears kind of harsh or mean or they really kind of want to come at you in a way that doesn't feel very kind everything about my personality is like no this yeah. is just not like and that's do not true. pass go yes. you are as much and I know I've actually told like I've actually sat back and been like Michelle I love talking to you because yes, you, you are <laughs> like she practices what she preaches she you absorb words of affirmation but you also give mm. words of you're very affirming and yeah that's, yeah that's one of mean. the most yes. um, it's not about being mean it's not about being mean at all you are very affirming but i feel like if i'll I'm, be like hey i went to the store and i bought some pink socks and be like yes bitch you bought those pink socks <laughs> good for you good for you <laughs> you know what you worked hard this week you needed those pink <laughs> socks <laughs> Really good about these big songs. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's hilarious. It's true. <laughs> I feel like why are so pe- why else are people who you love or who love you in your life if they don't really kind of give you a feeling of yes, your personality, who you are, is just wonderful, mm-hmm. and I like being around you, and I like you being around me, and I like what conflict brings. I don't think mm-hmm. words of affirmation are always about you being super nice. Or kind of giving like paying lip service. That to me mm-hmm. doesn't feel genuine. Yeah. Right. That's baloney. Yeah, 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 That's almost worse. It's like, well, don't mm-hmm. give me that nonsense. Yeah. No, I don't want that at all. <laughs> That's yeah. gross. Sometimes you just need to hear like the 
the high five words, especially yes. when you're like teetering on a thing where you're like, oh, Ooh, this just happened, know. and the person's like, yes. you know what, you got this, and you're like, yeah, 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 I think for the last five years, no resolutions are stupid and out of touch, but I love them. School. I do love you. I do love them. <laughs> and so my New Year's resolution, I think, for the last few years has been to talk less and listen more. Oh. Yes. Fuck that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can have a bit of the verbal diarrhea sometimes because that's just the nature of the, of the work I'm in. So to me, it's really important to choose. If your words aren't improving upon the silence, mm. keep them to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's a very good motto, actually. Yeah. And your I, word I, word I know a lot of people express that way. If they're not improving you're upon you're the silence, them, like, are you dying? Like, I've yeah. never heard it expressed that way. Like, what are you, exactly. like, what are you, what are you Do your words have meaning, or are you just right. putting them together because you? Think and a lot of people what put me- meaningful yeah. words out, but it's just like you're looking at them like, yeah. if you can't act on your words, then. What are we doing here? It's just yes, phony. Or, or are you, you just saying what I want to hear? Like yeah. if you're like Kanye West and just oh, saying well, that's a, a different lot type of things of verbal diarrhea. that make no goddamn sense. sense. No, but I think sometimes type. people will just say what they think you want to hear. Yes. Mm. And that also gets you down um, a bad path. Just as bad. That gets you down a bad path in a relationship, whether friendship or romantic yeah. or otherwise. If someone thinks that they're just filling you with things that you want to hear, or you do want to hear them, but they're not genuine, mm-hmm. you're both going in a really unfortunate direction, because what's happening here? And I'm not talking about, like, a Machiavellian, like, I'll just tell them what they want to hear, but I'm also, like, if you, um, sometimes if you're in a place of insecurity, and you're like, oh, but I bet this will make this person, it's not, if it's not coming from your, your gut, mm-hmm. or if it's not coming from you, then maybe not say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think that's the same, and this keeps coming up actually um, since we started speaking about it. I think for all of them, right? Like yeah. a lot of us were like, oh, I love this when it's real, but not when it's mm. not real. Yes. It's like, yeah, all of these things work when they're coming from a place of good intention and love. Yes. And, yeah. And, and, and I think that. everything, like even uh, acts of service and mm-hmm. gifts or whatever mm-hmm. the last one is. That's me, acts of service. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, acts of service, I like them. Yeah. Gifts too. Read the gifts. I'll read the gifts again. Yeah, oh wait, yeah. Like so sorry. G- yes. Gifts was my yes. weird, gifts was my like kind of number two. So the receiving gift says, "Don't mistake this love language for materialism." Yeah. The receiver, it's not. It's not. The receiver of gifts thrives on love, thoughtfulness, and effort behind the gift. Mm-hmm. If you speak this language, the perfect gift or gesture shows that you are known, you are cared for, and you are prized above whatever was sacrificed to bring the gift to you. Yeah. A missed birthday anniversary. Or a hasty, thoughtless gift would be disastrous. Mm-hmm. So would the absence of everyday gestures. Gifts are visual representations of love and are treasured greatly. Because yeah. the thing about yeah. this language, yeah. right? And like this for you. me, so the, or it's it's my second are, language. You are a person who puts things together in a way that always seems like a gift. Like yes. the, the experience of the being around Stacy is yes. unreal. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. Every you is that like. I don't think people understand that it's not like, you know, I don't have the most money in the world. I don't have the most resources in the yeah. world, whatever. But what I do is I sit there and I think about people and yes. I'm like, 
what would be the thing that makes this person feel special? Yes. And then I do that thing. Yes. yes. And so that's why for me, gifts is so important. But I don't even know if it's like a re- like it's a receiving thing mm. or if it's a giving thing because mm. there have been not too many instances in my life where someone has floored me mm. with the thoughtfulness of their gift. Mm-hmm. And like when it happens, it's like I don't even know what to do with myself mm-hmm. because I'm so used to being that guy. Uh, right. You know? Yes. And so that's why it was in the quiz. And I, it literally was like 99% words of affirmation, 0.98% gifts. And everything else was like 0.08. Like, <laughs> yeah, like it was yeah. ridiculous. Like, you know? So I don't know. It's interesting. The gifts piece is, is, is dope, though. Mm-hmm. It is dope. Because, like, I, I really I like it for, uh, like, I get so much satisfaction from seeing someone so mm-hmm. fucking jazzed. Mm-hmm. And like, if you sit there and you're like, I feel so special right now, I sit there and I'm like, That's yes, right. That's yeah. right. I but feel so I do good. Yes. So I'm just like, good. Feel special that, like, because you're a fucking rock star and you should feel special, special. every day. Having that ex- at, like expressed as a language of love. Like physical touch, affirmations, quality time. These are all things that you'd assume would be like associated with love. But the wine gifts, is flowing, people. But gifts, <laughs> as as an expression of love, we don't actually, I think, consider it that way. Really, we we I think we've materialized it. We have materialized yes, yes, yes. and we haven't made it about the thoughtfulness no. involved. Like, like you know, it's more like the expense. No, well, so that's yeah, and that's right. totally. How much? Get, like, how big was it? How much did you spend? Or yes. you get like, mm-hmm. um, you know, like, but but the actual like thoughtfulness behind a gift, mm-hmm. like the the care behind it, the homemade card, the yes. um, obscure thing that you mentioned once a year ago and that suddenly shows totally. up. Totally, like that kind yeah. of thing. Yes. it's kind of it's it's not as common mm-hmm. anymore, but it really is an expression of love. I it think. is, and it when is. you get something like that, then you really do. For yes. me too, if I mention something mm. and then a year later someone's like, "Hey." I remember you mentioned liking the color gray. Here is a gray sweater mm-hmm. kind of thing. That floors me more than if someone flew me out to Paris. Well, no. I, I'd like to, I'd, let's yeah, not just have the trip to Paris. Nah, that floors me more. No, no, I, more. I, I, I'd be floored by Caroline and I live a life of no consequence. I'd be floored by the trip to Paris. <laughs> No, but Caroline and I have this problem with our lives right now. I'd say for the past like two years, yeah. where we live like ballers, yeah. and so we, we just <laughs> nice. keep, That's a problem. Nice. Yeah, yeah, we okay. keep spending money on things we have no business spending money on. <laughs> Caroline is staying in a fucking penthouse in Brooklyn for Afropunk. Like she she Good booked for you. she booked the hotel, and they were like, "Hey, you booked the penthouse," and in her mind, she's like, "No, no, no." no. That was an accident. I did it. But then she was like, you but know what? Fuck it. Yeah, yeah, and this bitch yeah. is staying in a penthouse hotel across the street from the hotel we're staying at with a private terrace. Good like, because the website said, hey, girl, 
did, did you want to stay here instead? Okay, and she was, and like, she was like, yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and so that's why extravagance does not impress me. Yes. Because yeah. I will just buy it for my yeah. damn yeah. self. Yeah. And so, but like, if someone remembers that I told them that when I was in grade two, I read Robert Munch, I love you forever, I love you for always, as long as I'm living, my baby you'll be. Mm-hmm. And like, they give me like that book. Yes. That will kill me. Yes. You know? they really remembered. Or, or they just they're really paying the attention or they're really yeah. thinking of you. And they went to Robert Munch and they went to get a signature. Totally. Like, it was a thing. Here's the interesting thing though, and Brian and I have had this argument mm. is that if I'm in a place where we're arguing mm. and we're not good, mm. what I want is physical touch. Mm-hmm. So I was okay. actually just okay. gonna say this. Have you guys noticed a difference between how you show love, which languages you show love yes. in versus the languages you wanna be yes. shown? I up show in? love in gifts yeah. and I probably shouldn't because I need to figure out what all my people want as love. But for me, mm-hmm. I give experiences and for like which is yeah. a gift. Yes. Yeah. Like it is. you know? And I for think example, we're, I, think we're all I made that beautiful that. little like picnic for your birthday. Yeah. But all you really wanted was just to hang out. Like but I you got know, to hang out with you while you did it, so it was like a bonus. No, but it could have been more. Like you know what I mean? Like I didn't have to do all that above and beyond. She's I could like, have just hung the fuck that. out. Yeah. With you. <laughs> no, but I don't know. You, you know, know what? what? I think that quality time and a gift it worked. It worked. No, but because she would have been what? happier if for like the no, no, no. weeks leading up, I just hung out with her. But I was finding all these excuses not to, because I had other shit to do and not prioritizing. And then for her, in her mind, as a person who likes quality time, mm-hmm. it made you feel Wait, not whoa, loved. Whoa, 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 okay, I just got my email from... <laughs> and yeah. apparently... When they send you the fucking follow-up, when they, they hit you with the follow-up, they hit you with the follow-up, they're like, hey girl, so, heard that you like a motherfucking quality time. <laughs> Let me tell you something more. So apparently, I wasn't, I remembered it wrong. Quality, quality time was yes. Um, there, acts of service and words of affirmation were tied, and and a close second. Mm. Physical touch was a very close third, and then receiving gifts was dead last. Like, okay, that I went for I well. went like nine quality times, seven for acts of service and words of affirmation, six for physical touch, and one for receiving gifts. You know what? I gotta say, it depends on the gift. Because mm-hmm. receiving gifts was like the last thing on my thing, mm-hmm. but there have been gifts that touched me so much that it's like if I'm looking back on my. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? That gift <laughs> was 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 pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, and and you know what? Sometimes like you you just triggered something. Like I've gotten a lot of gifts in my life, and a lot of times I just, I, especially because I was moving this weekend, and I was like sorting through all the boxes and stuff, and I'm like, oh, this was a gift. This was a gift. And a lot of sh- gifts to me, not to be an asshole. She was gonna say shit. Yep. But a lot of gifts. <laughs> she almost said shit. I suck. No. <laughs> I'm just like, eh. Mm. I, I gotta say, like, like, I like I'm not a. There are some gifts, gifts that I turned my nose up at when I got them. Mm. I was like, what am I supposed to do with this? Do you really think this is a cool gift? I'm not a cool gift receiver. I got a toaster oven once when I was expecting an engagement ring, so I appreciate that. Even now I'm thinking about Dude, gifts. I got dinner and dick when I was expecting Ooh, a damn present. That, at least I could make some out of mine. And we were in <laughs> dinner for everybody. 
we were engaged at that point, and I was like, bitch, step it up. Step it up. Give me a physical fucking present. I don't want dinner and dick. I get that on a Thursday. It's my birthday. <laughs> okay, so I was going to recount like a really touching... Give me dinner and dick. I got enough shit. I got a more right about Like food and sex. It was kind of yeah, perfect. Sorry, what were you saying? Well, it's anticlimactic. <laughs> I was going to say, like, um, you know... My mom once gave me a keychain mm-hmm. that uh, is oh like. Oh God! Why are you always triggering things? I love the way you just bring out the waterworks and everyone. Yeah. Like, there was this one time where my you mother, just made me, you, you know, just like, made me realize oh. why I don't like gifts. But continue. So <laughs> shit. She gave me this keychain. It's like uh, it's silver, um, and it's like uh, like a U, and it's got a ball on one end and a ball on the other end and the keys go in between it and she gives it to me in a box and I open it up and I just see like this it looks like a cock ring I'm like what the fuck is this <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah and she's like oh it's a keychain this and that and the other thing and then she says you know whenever you use your keys you'll think of me and uh, I was like so practical too whatever like it's awful and Still use it today. Yeah. And I do think of her. Mm -hmm. And I really wish I'd appreciated it when she gave it to me. However, she doesn't know this now, but I love it. Mm -hmm. And I I do appreciate it when she sees it. And it's not the idea of the idea. Deep down, Alessa, she's regardless of the dementia, regardless of everything, she fucking knows. But she She knew when she gave it to you. She gave it to me. And, Devin, and you know it when you give your son something, even if in that moment he's like, okay, mommy, thanks. Like, And he moves on with, with, his, with his, life. his sweet little life, but he will have that moment of reflection in his yeah. own time and be like, you know, there was that time. And I think because yeah. uh, gift giving isn't my love language, yes. um, I've gotten a lot of different gifts from uh, people who I love that I only realized like years later like how much it actually means. I remember yeah. being 25 and calling my mother out of the blue. Out of the clear blue sky. I was finishing law school and just feeling like... Just Move your arm. I have to like, kick your boob or something. Like, just coming <laughs> into, like, myself as an adult. And I remember just picking up the phone and calling her and just saying, thank you. There were a lot of moments where I know I had a lot of attitude and I was probably really full of shit. Shit. And myself. And yeah. he thought I knew. Why? And I didn't know shit. So, and I just... She didn't... I said, you don't say anything. And she was just like... You could hear the tears on the other end, like, because <laughs> there were some moments where I know I was a piece of work. I knew that, so it's not. And there were so many, you know, gracious gestures and, you know, thoughtful things that in that moment you might have, as a young person, been like, whatever, mom, thanks. Thanks. Yes. But so then you, you yeah. do, and, and then you realizing that they are, yeah. um, all of these languages of yes. love, the, yeah. the five things that this particular person identified. Um, but they do speak volumes. You, if they're your language, you can get it right away. And if they're not your language, yeah. it takes yeah. a it's while. And not to mention, this man is fucking brilliant. I know we've used that conversation, like that word, a couple of times in this conversation. But like, I can't think of any other category in which someone seeks or 
feels validation. Mm -hmm. Like those five so perfectly Mm -hmm. encompass Mm -hmm. everything because gifts doesn't have to be physical. Nope. Like words of affirmation, written, spoken, whatever. Acts of service covers like a plethora of things. It's like he literally took five different ways of expressing caring mm-hmm. or like millions of ways sorry, of expressing caring, yes. caring and broke them down into five concise categories and I never like things in boxes mm-hmm. but like this makes so much sense. And something that you can do like you said, you something you could read or do together with the person that you're in a relationship oh, with. Oh, so that kind of really. helps you leapfrog over yeah. some of those missed moments. Yeah. Or I may totally. I may receive love and um, words of affirmation but I give love and acts of service yeah yeah, which can be confusing for the person yeah. that you're with like so wait, and what? that was the whole thing yes. of the book the whole yeah. thing of the book was that we have different ways that we experience love and the whole point of the book was that if you don't know the way that your partner experiences love you will not be successful mm-hmm. your, your relationship will not last yes. it's not about knowing like hey I love this person and gifts are a great way to show how much I love somebody I'm gonna give them a gift every fucking day mm. but if that's not the way that they experience love that's they're right. the kind of person who is like You're like me who's like it's a hey thing. hey when when Brian wakes up and he's like hey I unpacked the dishwasher yes I feel so that's much love. love in that moment yes. because I'm like I would have done it yes. like you know yes yeah. and so it's so interesting how he managed to take something as complex as as fucking love life. or what we think and is life in general and manage we think it's to complex, categorize it, it becomes so simple yes and how did he make it so sa- how did he realize how simple it yes, is it hey whoever's listening i'm upside down right now <laughs> and, and hella lit too because like, i'm just so time. like Reading so we didn't. I didn't read this book. I listened to it as an audio book. It's about a five-hour audio book. I can't recommend it enough. If you're in a relationship, if you're thinking of potentially getting into a relationship, know your fucking love language. Mm-hmm. It makes and a lot of sense. It does. As, as we mentioned before, like it also, um, it's not just for your mm-hmm. your love relationships, like your partners it's or for whatever. Your friendships too. It's, yeah, and family. Um, which I'm I'm starting to oh. recontextualize now, yes. um, and think about and even uh, so I did the quiz with my partner, and um, his, were you shocked by his results? He was shocked by his results. I was like, yeah, I think so, but because um, his top one was quality time. And um, it's like really. Close. Why was he shocked by that? Because he thought the physical would be more up there, but uh, it's yeah. number three. Mm-hmm. And mine was, anyway, we know where mine was. So the point <laughs> is, but I think um, even in, in considering that, like uh, he's very busy, um, and when we do spend time together, it it is quality time in the sense that we're just one on one. There's like a plan. There's like a thing. And we really do just spend that time um, enjoying each other. And it's only now that I'm thinking um, that uh, in the context of a busy, chaotic life, that that is like a thing that you have to literally uh, make time for. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I don't know that I appreciate it as such. 
prior to this quiz and this. No, it does. Kind of, it gives you a huge enlightenment and also like a point to reflect. Yeah. On your other relationships and maybe moments where someone was clearly giving you their best. Yeah. And they were trying their hardest. Yeah. And, and you were just missing each other. And you're kind of like scratching your head, like, I like you, you like me. What am I missing here? What yeah, is going yeah, on? Yeah. And then when you kind of have that deep, or, you know, the opposite of, this is not it. Yeah, <laughs> that is so yes. accurate. But it's a, it's a nice point With of reflection. All relationships. Yeah. When you're like, why? Like, yeah. we seem to have all of this, like... You're checking all the boxes here. What's why going isn't on? this making missing? sense? Yes, and then to know so true. that, you know what, I didn't realize what this person's love language was and how they receive love mm-hmm. and what's important to them. And how they them. express it. And how they express it to me because they may be expressing it in one way but receiving it in a totally different way. They may be expressing it through gift but they like to receive it in physical touch. Yeah. So I'm missing that total... I'm totally missing that But whole. then it's also yeah. important not to box yourself because... Yes. There are five languages, and all of us identify with all, all of them. them. Yeah, yeah I was going to say. I was going to say that they probably. I mean, it'd be interesting to do the, the quiz, maybe like at different once times in your life. life. Yeah, oh, yes. I even just say for a girl. That's really like, true. Like, you may jump cycle. from thing to thing. Like, oh, it's like in a, a cycle. In a cycle. <laughs> <laughs> once a week, because we change. As females, we are different every week. Yeah. No, but wait, like, so, like during, like, menstrual, during, during menstruation, is there like a sixth one that's like, don't fucking talk to me? Leave me the act silence? Yeah. Oh my god, act of silence. I just want to be fed and left alone. Oh, it could be like a food food provider. Yes. And silence giver. And si- food provider and silence giver. So I just have a question: Do we recommend this this quiz and this book to people? Hundred fucking percent. I only did the quiz, but I have the book on hold. That or I'm on the waiting list up for the library. And it's fun. It's a fun and quiz. it's a fun quiz. He has a really fun southern accent. If you want to do the ebook, oh really? I actually you know like listening to him. You know, all I do is audiobooks. Yeah, but I actually like listening to his voice. It was really nice. Like he's super southern. Here's the thing. I'm not religious at all. He has gentle hints of religion of here course. and there, mm. but I didn't mind it. Right. It wasn't overbearing where I was like, oh, God, more really? Jesus. Jesus. But, like, it was like, okay, I'm good right. kind of thing. So I actually recommend the audiobook as opposed to physically reading it yourself. Okay. Because right. the audiobook is really enjoyable to listen to. And I guess because he wrote this, he's invested in it, mm. is his own thing. He's very passionate when he's okay. reading it. Nice. And he has like a super southern drawl to which is fun. He's right, like well, mad south. Mad south. Um, <laughs> what, so, what's the name of the book? The five Love Languages. That's a different book. I You've been holding something all, <laughs> all this time. That's not the book. I thought it was called Getting the Love You Want. Well, that's, that's a book. Different book. Different book. That is a good book. But that book's too Freudian for me. Going it's back very, to your childhood. Too it's very. Well, it, way that's why I brought it up. It was, it was recommended to me. I read it too. It was recommended to me at an interesting time in my life. And I was like, well, let's just, I really wanted you to hear your thoughts. It wasn't like, this is the gospel. It was like, what do you think? Yeah. Yes. That book has been a while. I invite you to read it, but it's very, every. Yes. fucking thing that's happening in your life is because of your childhood. It's a, it's very like, oh, okay. hey, my name is Freud. My name is Young. 
Let's buy it. All right, Let's so talk. I just yeah, have one. Work. They have the five love languages for children, for teenagers, for okay. men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For they have a lot. No, they have a lot. For they have military. Read the original. Sashi, read the original. Get the original up in the I didn't realize that there Wait, were the original. It's literally it's called the five love languages. Okay. So, it turns out that okay. Stacy's the next person to host. Hiya! Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> I just punched the wall. So, I already know what my theme is. What is it? So, while you hoes are on the balcony, I was inside speaking Did with Sasha. Call yeah, I called okay. Aleza. Okay, well, Caroline. Sorry. Aleza. Alessandria. <laughs> Caroline Jane Laidlaw. And, and fucking Michelle Janice Bain. Janice? Attorney at law. Attorney That's at right. law. <laughs> While those hoes were on the balcony looking at fucking double rainbows, Sasha and I were inside having a chat, and I said, you know what? It must have been very nice for you to be able to be a part of all of Club of Culture, not just Sex and the Six, yeah. now that she is um, transatlantic. Yep. So... In this is actually my reco, mm-hmm. not this Saturday, but the Saturday and Sunday after next, I'm going to a lit ass music festival in Brooklyn, New York called Afropunk. That's right. And it is all, and also my translucent kiwi is coming with me. Mm-hmm. Nice. I love her. Um, so the dope thing about Afropunk is that it's a music festival that is all about, it's not only about like the contributions of the diaspora to the music community, it's also about none of the phobias. It's like no transphobia, no fat phobia, no hatefulness. Like the whole point of the festival is that you go there and have the best fucking time of your life because mm-hmm. it's all about love. Yeah. But actual music. love. And good music. Love and music. Mm-hmm. So, for Club of Culture next month, which is September, what I'm going to do is I'm going to Afropunk. I'm going to listen to as many artists as humanly possible. Nice. I'm mm-hmm. going to find five that I've really enjoyed. Nice. And then we're going to listen to their albums. Nice. Oh, my God. Bring it back. Nice. Nice. Bring it back to the nice. very first episode. Oh, my God. Nice. I you guys remember, the very first episode. Ever club of culture yes. was when we had it at my house and it was the Yuna listening yes, party. Was awesome. And here's the fucked up part: I'm who's performing an Afro punk this year? Hey guys, listen to Yuna my name is Stacy, and this is a little thing called Full Motherfucking Circle. Oh, yes. Yes. So Love it. we are doing the club of culture listening party. We're gonna listen to five. Very underground, unknown artists. Yay. And then we're going to talk about them. And then I'm going to find something. Hey, listen. Sex and the Six has been beautiful, political, uplifting. Mm. My Sex and the Six is going to be raunchy as fuck. Nice. So stay ready. Everyone. All of you girls. Caroline's face, her eyebrows hit her hairline. (laughs) (laughs) And why? Look at her. Yeah. She's the one sitting in the back in her sultry. Honestly. Right? Sexy little slip I haven't decided the exact topic, but we're going to talk about some real shit. Like, you might have to listen to this podcast and maybe go home and rub one out. Who knows? (laughs) 
Uh-oh. That's what the podcast is going to be about, so stay tuned, stay ready. Yes. All right, we'll see you uh, in a month. Yay. Yes. For Woo. real.